0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vince Sides Podcast Show. Today, hey, guys. Today is Wednesday. Um, well, it, 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 well, it's almost the afternoon on the Vince Sides Podcast Show. This is going to be a great show, ladies and gentlemen. Yours truly, by the way, has got two shows today, by the way. I got the 265 Media Football Show with my boy Samari. We're doing fantasy football. Um, We're going to do, like, you know, like, who should start for fantasy this week. And yadda, yada yada for the fantasy, fantasy football fans. And obviously, I got a show. Uh, right now, with my boy Manny, on the, he's making his debut on the uh, on the Podcast Show. And Manny, I'm so happy that you're making your debut on this show because this is going to be this is going to be great for us, especially on your debut because, because I'm looking forward to you. Um, you know, either every Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever when you have time, we will recap every game. We will do our game picks. But Manny, I'm so blessed that you're here on the Fence Podcast Show. I'm looking forward to overall. Today or whatever time the time might is, you never know what Andrew Jones. It could be 12.10 Eastern time. It could be twelve forty Eastern time. It could be one ten Eastern time. But at the end of the day, I'm looking. I'm I'm so happy you're on the show, Manny. Because I'm so blessed that I met you. By the way, locker room slash green room. Because man, Manny, it's, it's 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 been great, man. I Me and you, especially since you're a sports fan, you always keep it real and you're very funny and very co- 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 uh, comedianness. Which by the way, I, I love. Uh, comedians on, on my show. Listen, I'm a, I'm a comedian. I like to be funny a lot because I want the audience to be happy and, and be and be laughing at, at the same time as long as we're, we're all keeping it real. But Manny, welcome to the show, man. Welcome, man. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Oh, uh, man, thanks for having me. Um, You know, obviously, it's an honor to, to be on the show. I always thank you guys for having me because being someone who's based in South Africa and following American sports, I just never thought that I would be able to have the access to speak to people who are there that side and be able to then, you know, hold my weight with them. And so it's been such a great, what, it's been like a year, two years with you guys, you know, just on Green Room. And then obviously we went to Twitter spaces. And so just, you know, being comfortable enough, you guys have really embraced me. And that's what I appreciate the most is because, you know, obviously we live completely different lives in two different countries, two different continents, but Knowing that I have my guys out there, you know, I, I'm a massive fan of American sports. Obviously, you know, down here, we like European sports. We like soccer. We like rugby and cricket and everything. But I am a fanatic of American sports. And so to to have guys that are, you know, that side and that I can exchange time with, man, you guys really give me something to look forward to every day when I'm done doing my things. And so I just think that as the show continues to go, along with the overall show, along with Josh's show, You know, uh, we're going to develop a relationship that's going to be strong. And, you know, who knows, you know, maybe maybe one day I'll come across the pond and get to meet you guys physically. But, you know, just to focus on the show today, thanks for having me again. it's, it's, It's going to be exciting. Obviously, we'll see how everything works out with the scheduling. Whether we do this yeah. on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, but yeah, man, thanks for having me. I'm really, of really course, grateful to Of course, of course,
0: awesome, man! I can't wait to do an NBA prediction show because I know a lot of NBA fans will listen to that. Listen, I know we got some crazy takes, but that's, it's all good. Everybody has crazy takes, especially Twitter, and we all know Twitter half of Twitter doesn't know doesn't know basketball. How about that, many? But we can move <laughs> on. We can move. We can move on. But anyways, with that being said, let's do. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, me and Manny will do a week one picks p- prediction. Um, but at the end of the show, right now we're going to tell everybody our division picks real quick and the wild cards and so on and so forth. So with that being said, let's start with the NFC East right, right now, Maddie. So for me, I'm just going to keep it real. I think, listen, I'm not going to lie, Maddie. I, I know, listen, I, I'm not going to give away who you got. Obviously I know who you got, but mm-hmm. you know, what's crazy, Maddie? I almost picked the who you got, by the way. The only reason why I don't have the, the team that you got is because one, listen, I love their defense. I love Dan Quinn. I, I, lo- I love it. But my thing is, yep. I question the offensive play calling with Mike McCarthy That's my only thing with the Cowboys. But my thing is, for me, I'm going Philadelphia 1, 2 Dallas, 3 Commanders, and 4 of the Giants. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, and if Giant fans get mad, it, it is what it is. Commander fans get mad. I mean, I think the Commanders are heading in the right direction. I think Eric B- B- enemy will be their coach next year uh, in my opinion, but that's just me. Um, but no, but seriously, um, now, if some people don't have the Eagles number one. I feel you because it, it, it is a new coaching staff. With you know, uh, they don't have Steve Sarkisian anymore, and also they have Matt Patricia. And we've seen what yeah. Matt Patricia's done every time when he joins a team. That that defense is ass. Right, Rice, Rice, Manny. But well, listen, I like to keep it real on The show. I don't mm-hmm. mean that to be mean, Eagle fans. I don't mean I, I don't mean that I don't mean that to be mean. But it's all good, uh, uh, Manny. Because people get on me all the time, but it is it is what it is. So like I said, Eagles one, two, Dallas three, Commanders and four. I have the Giants. What's your order, my friend, on the NFC East winners?
1: Yeah, so my order doesn't come from which team I think is better or which team I have faith in. I just think that the NFC East historically is a division that every year the, the number one team in that division always changes. So
0: yeah, we have a different winner every year. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. different
1: winner every year. So Philly won it last season. I don't think they're gonna win it this year. I've got Dallas number one. I got Philly number two. I got the Giants number three and the commanders number four. Because I just think the commanders are going to have to make a business decision in the middle of the year. You and I, yep. we spoke about it yesterday on Joshua's show. We're going to speak about it probably on other shows There's when it play. comes to the quarterbacks. I just think the commanders are going to have to win early if they're going to want to make the playoffs. Because they've got yep. a new ownership. The owner, he's the Philadelphia 76ers owner. And he's the yep. guy who was there for the process. So if 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 the commanders are 2-6, and six, I really think they're going to bring the horses back in the barn and tell the coach that they have to tank and get one of these quarterbacks. So that's why I don't have faith in the commanders, but I have the Cowboys winning this division.
0: I like it. No, I like it, man. I, I love your pick. It's just, it's just, listen, you believe in McCarthy. I don't blame you, but I, I think they're going to miss Kelly Moore, but it's again, that's my opinion, but we shall see. It would surprise me if you're right now with that being said, let's go with the AFC East set up to our boy and Jones. Can't wait to not it to our tool to- to- when we've talked to our guy and boys push show. And hopefully everybody just listened to the number one sports show, show um, the overall sports show. And yeah. that being said, ladies and gentlemen, AFC East, I get one healthy. Um, you know what? I'm not really confident with this pick. I'm not going to lie, Maddie, because what's happening to Bob Miller. But you know what? You know what? At the end of the day, I got to say what, what what I said on, on 260 and on here. I got yeah. Buffalo one, two of the Jets, three Miami, and four the Patriots, which, by the way, don't not be surprised that the Patriots – can leave to Miami or or number two because because listen, now people are gonna laugh with that, but no, I don't think it's gonna be laughable bo- 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 Miami because people forget the Pagers defense was good last year. It was just Matt Patricia was calling to play as the OC, dumb fuckers. But anyways, anyways, <laughs> um yes. So and which by the way they have Bill O'Brien as the OC, which is a lot better than Matt Patricia. But listen, which by the way, I don't listen, I like the Miami roster, but my thing is I don't think Tua is going to stay healthy, man. And mm-hmm. God bless the guy, and God bless him. I hope he stays healthy because if he stays healthy, Miami could be Miami could cause some problems because people forget when Tua was healthy, they, they Miami looked great last year. So, like I would hope he's he, hope he's good. But my, yeah. like I said, order Buffalo Jets. Um, watch out for the Jets, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I mean, I know people are not high on the Jets because of Nathaniel Hackett. I understand about that, but. But remember, Manny, when Rodgers had him as uh, L.C. with Green Bay, he mm-hmm. made him look good. But, 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 hey, Manny, what do I know? Well, anyways, what's your order for the AFC East?
1: No, that's a good point on Nat Hackett, because remember, when, it, when, when he left Green Bay to go to Denver, that's when Rodgers had that poor season last season. So that's yes. a good point. But number one, I have Buffalo because, again, I think these divisions come back to who has the better quarterback. So number one, Buffalo. Number two, the Jets. Number three, New England, and number four, Miami. I just think Miami. Also, look at the ownership. It starts there. This is the owner that wanted Brian Flores to tank for Joe Burrow. So yeah, now they finally have their first round pickback because they had to give it away because of the tampering with Tom Brady. They have their first pick. You know back. why they
0: wanted Brady, right? You know the owner came went, went to Michigan, right? But yeah, he went,
1: went to Michigan and all of that, and he's Mr. Michigan. His name is all over the campus, and so it's one of those yeah. types of situations with Stephen Ross who, you know, he's got a lot of money invested in Michigan. Anyway, I think that Miami, the minute Tua gets concussed or gets hurt, which I don't think is wishing harm upon him. It's just, realistically, he came into the draft with five surgeries. This is a guy who is a walking injury. So they picked up his fifth-year option, but I think they want to move on from him. If this team is 3-5, and similar to the Washington Commanders, I think it's going to be a situation where they say, you know what, Tua – we don't want to risk your career. We're going to bench you for the rest of the year. And this is a team that could tank because Jalen Ramsey, he's in a situation now where he's hurt. He's not going to be available for a large portion of the game. They don't have as good of a defense on a personnel level as everybody thinks they do. And so mm. I think Miami might start well, but depending on if or when Tua gets hurt, that's when I can see them finding themselves in a position where they tail low. So I have not Miami for, I have the Patriots three because I do believe that this division is tough. The offensive line is worrying me. We're going to see it against the Eagles, you know, uh, this weekend. But I do Mm -hmm. believe that New England is a wild coach team that will probably get to eight or nine wins. I just need to see Mac Jones prove to me that he's an NFL-level quarterback. He's looking like a backup. He doesn't look like an NFL starter yet because he turns the ball over way too much. And, you know, he's not accurate down the field. So that's my only issue with New England. And then, number two, the Jets, because Aaron Rodgers, I think it's going to start slow. It's going to be the opposite of Miami, where they start slow, Miami starts hot. And then towards the end of the season, we may see the Jets be the best team in the NFL, depending Mm -hmm. on the games they have left. But I don't think they'll win enough games to win this division, because that's going to be Buffalo. Buffalo's been consistent over the years. Josh Allen has great stats in the playoff. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I think it's going to be a situation where – when you look at Buffalo with Sean McDermott, he's getting back the play calling um, responsibilities with Leslie Frazier who retired, and we see now he got a job with the NFL Network. So credit to Leslie Frazier for that. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the Buffalo Bills, I don't know if their defense is going to be as good as last season, and hopefully their offense gets better because Kent Dorsey, as in his first year as a play caller, he wasn't great. So we need That's to lower awesome. those. We need to lower those interceptions for Josh Allen. I'm not high on the Buffalo Bills. But I trust Allen to get this team to 11 wins like he's done consistently over the past two to three years. This might be the last year of Stefan Diggs there, but I still think Buffalo wins this division.
0: Uh, well, two things, Manny. Never trust Stephen A. Smith. And I look, <laughs> I look, look, look what I did there because Stephen A. Smith's rumors are always false. But, anyways, oh, number two. Number two. Do you trust your boy, Skylar Thompson? He's number three in the depth chart. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. You're like definitely going to see
1: some Skylar Thompson this year. You can book it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man you're funny all right no anyways let's go with the uh nfc north by the way um uh, Maddie, shout out to brad holmes and see see shout out to my boy keville man shout out to my boy don't know he's the ram fans but i yeah. think i think it's the lions era man you, you're gonna find out tomorrow and i think brad holmes is making a great team in detroit this is probably the best gm they, they have the Lions i've ever had even lion fans know that i mean he's making a great team he got i mean this reminds me of the rams team that had a great online. line you know, they. I mean, the Lions have a good online. They fixed their defense. We're gonna find out how good Aaron Glenn is with this defense. Uh, and I believe in him. Um, and and I really do. I mean, I just hope Jameson Williams don't bet anymore. Laugh out loud, but, but for some odd reason, the Bama receivers love to bet money. I don't know why. Some. Uh, I don't know why Maddie. But anyways, um. So, seriously, I got Lions one, Vikings two, three, I have the Packers, and four, I got, I know, uh, yeah, four, I have the uh, the Bears. Uh, actually, no, I, I'll say the Bears three and four Packers. I think Fields is going to have a good year. I know people don't trust the Bears because of the coaching staff, and I get that. I'm not going to argue with that. But Which, by the way, do not be surprised if Jordan Love plays great because for some odd reason, Manny, for some odd reason, every time when a great quarterback leaves him with. Packers, they are not being good. I, it's it's just the Packers' history. But anyways, I'm not saying Love's going to be Rodgers. I'm not saying he's going to be Brett Far. I'm I'm just saying it always happens. But go ahead, Manny. Who do you have winning the NFC North?
1: I have Minnesota Vikings winning it barely. I think this is going to be a bad division. It's going to be yeah. close in terms of win differential, not because it's tough like the NFC AFC North, which we're going to get into. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. I think it's just a lot of teams in this division. Don't have continuity and experience. I mean, Jordan Love is sitting for three years. There's a reason for that. Now, this is completely different to Roger sitting with Favre because Favre at the time was threatening retirement all the time.
0: He was. It was a situation
1: he was. where he wouldn't show up to training camp and then show up much later. So this is a completely different situation to when Aaron was sitting for three years because Aaron was ready to play. It's just Brett Favre kept saying he was retiring and then coming back, whereas Aaron... Remember, they gave him an extension a few years ago, and that to me was the first telltale. The second telltale with Jordan Love was they didn't take his fifth year option. They negotiated some bogus contract where he basically gets what, like fifteen million, as opposed to twenty five. And I'm looking at Jordan Love saying, "Why aren't you betting on yourself? Like, if if you're that good, why why don't you go into the season saying no, decline the fifth year option? So just to you know belabor the point that you that you raised with Green Bay, but I have Minnesota winning it. I have Detroit second, I have Chicago third, and I have the Packers fourth because I just believe that the Packers are not going to be a good team. I don't that's believe right. in I don't believe in LaFleur as a coach. I thought he was awful when Rogers was the quarterback. So now you're gonna have Jordan Love, who looked great in preseason. Give credit to him, but he never got pressured. He never got sacked, he never got hit, and that's going to change dramatically. And when right. I look at Jordan Love's arm strength. He doesn't have that arm strength where the ball is going to pierce through the wind and the rain like we know Aaron Rodgers does when you play Chicago late in December. We saw that in the
0: Chiefs game last year. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, in the Chiefs game when when Rodgers had COVID, he was awful. And I think that in the NFL, much it's different to the NBA. NBA, you see guys come in and they look terrible, then they come back, then they look like superstars. (laughs) Yeah, all the time. Yep. Yeah, the the, NFL is like, if you don't take that opportunity, it, it, it kind of is a tale to say, okay, this person isn't good. So I thought Jordan Love wasn't good against Kansas City those years ago when, when Aaron Rodgers had COVID. So I have the Packers fourth. I have um, Chicago third. I have Detroit second. And then I have Minnesota winning it. Look, Detroit, you went on with, with, with Brad Holmes and everything. Look, I think Brad Holmes is a young executive who's mm-hmm. still learning how to, you know, build a, a franchise and doesn't know whether to start with the foundation or whether he should get a chandelier. Because when you look at some of the stuff that he's done in terms of the draft picks, I look at some of those draft picks and I say to myself, "Okay, these are great players, but I don't know if the value is at the right time. And so it's not to say he made a bad decision with Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell. It's just to say, wow, a lot of executives would put themselves in a position where they say, hold on a second. We probably should have taken a Jalen Carter as opposed to a running back. But, again, we'll see how that plays out. And then Minnesota. They got Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator. I think Kevin O'Connell did a great job on offense. Kirk Cousins playing for a contract. Justin Jefferson, he's going to get an extension. And then Uh they got Jordan Addison. So it's going to be a high-powered offense. I don't know about their running game without Dalvin Cook. Their offensive line is great. But I think the the, the team that wins this division is probably going to get 9, 10 wins. I'm pulling for Detroit because I like Brad Holmes, but I just think that Minnesota is a team with a good coaching staff, with Brian Flores as a defensive coordinator, and they brought a lot back of their starters in terms of the offensive unit, which was yeah. the positive of their team. So I've got Minnesota 1, Detroit 2, Chicago 3, and Green Bears the fourth team in this division.
0: And by the way, I know, Manny, we're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about NFC West soon, but you know how yeah. I knew the Rams miss, miss Brad Holmes. Uh-huh. Uh, if Cooper Cup if Cooper Cup miss this week, which is probably that's probably what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. The receivers for the Rams this week are Vest Jefferson, two two Atwell, and Ben Skuronsky. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, let's move on, my friend. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. <laughs> AFC North. Now, oh I can't wait for this one because I know Matt is like yeah, I'm Raven fans and I, Raven <laughs> fans are gonna listen to this. But now I'll yeah. say this. Now I have Ravens number one, two of the Bengals, three of the Steelers, and four of the um the Browns. Now I'll say this. Don't be surprised if Steelers are number two. Don't be surprised if they can win this division. Here's my thing with the Steelers, right? Right, um, Manning. Which, by the way, you're a Steeler fan. Shout out to yeah. you, my man. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. I love his words of wisdom every every prog- uh, press conference. Now, with that being said, my friend, um, yeah. my only thing with your Steelers is this. I always, I told you the DMs, and I told you, I told everybody on overall. I talked to every Steeler fan. My buddy Samari, he's a Steelers, fan. Which, by the way, my buddy Samari is a Steelers fan. Which I can't wait to podcast and later him today. Now, mm-hmm. with that being said, my only award with you guys is Matt Canada. And listen, we can make jokes with him. Well, the only Canada we know is the, is the country, Canada. Right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, Manny, you, listen, shout out to Shaq Khan. He fixed the old line. That's yeah. what you guys should have done four years ago, but that's not nor here nor there, my friend. So, what's the excuse for Matt Kennedy now? You got Allen Robinson. You have uh, George Pickens. You have, you know, Deontay Johnson. You have a good yeah. running game with Najee Harris, so on and so forth. You have a good defense. I like what you guys are doing, man. So, so 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 um, excuse me, Manny. What's yes. your order? And the only reason why I believe in the Ravens, in my opinion, now sometimes I don't because they always get injured every year, which is that's very true. But however, Manny, I think Lamar's got the best weapon he's ever had. But I know what you're gonna say: the Ravens are gonna regret get regret giving giving out Lamar's the contract, which I mm-hmm. understand. Look at the Sean watching and 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 uh, look at. Uh, what happened to the Packers when they, you know, they signed Aaron Rodgers for that deal? Right. So, but go ahead, Manny. Tell Ravens fans and who do you got, in, you know, in this division and why. And also, look wait before you go. The only reason why I have the Browns last is because listen, I love the Sean. I like what Andrew Barry's doing. I like the old line. But at the end of the day, uh, Manny, I don't like Safansky. I don't think he's doing a good good job. Right. Um, and don't be surprised if Jim Schwartz is the head coach because he 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 came from Philly. He was a defensive coordinator for Philly. And who was there with them, by the way, Manny? Andrew Barry. And Andrew Barry came from Philly. But, Manny, mm. what do I know? But go ahead, Manny. What do you have with the division and why?
1: Now, that's a great nugget. I actually didn't know that about Andrew Barry. Look, I have Cincy number one, Steelers number two, the Brownies number three, and I have the Ravens oh, finishing. Yeah. Finishing okay. four. tell
0: Ravens fans why you have
1: them number four. This is no, well, Yeah, so let's start from the basement. Look, the Ravens are running a new offense with Todd Munkin. Right. When he was in the league previous, he, he was with Jameis Winston in Tampa. And that was the mm-hmm. year when Jameis had 30 turnovers. I mean, uh, 30 interceptions. So I just think that this offense is too high risk for Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying Lamar yeah. Jackson shouldn't play in this offense because he deserves an opportunity to show us that he's an NFL-level quarterback here. But I just think that this offense requires the quarterback to make a lot of risks and make a lot of decisions for himself. And what mm-hmm. we've noticed with Lamar is when adversity strikes, one thing he's fantastic at is get him off and running. Unfortunately, this offensive line has not been able to stay healthy. Ronnie Stanley, yeah. he looks mm-hmm. like a bust, unfortunately, because he's been struggling with injuries. They lost yep. Ben Powers on the offensive line. I just don't have faith in the offensive line. And then the running game is going to be great. The wide receivers is a problem because... I don't think there's a single receiver that's 6'2". It's Todd Bateman, OBJ, Zay Flowers, Devin DuVernay, uh, you know, um, Nelson Aguilar. This is not a great wide receiver room. And the reason why I bring up the height every time I talk to the Ravens before I get into the Browns is because Lamar Jackson is not... You know, his numbers may be accurate, but his ball placement isn't accurate. He's one of those guys that he has to look at a receiver first and then throw it. He... His anticipation is not to the level of these other quarterbacks in this division. He's a tremendous right. athlete, and he's got arm strength. But it's when he has to beat you with his mind, you know, playing cover two, rushing for everybody in coverage, and you're forcing Lamar to throw in those tight windows. And when you have receivers like OBJ, Zay Flowers, you're not going to see them down the field because they manage. miniature. Nope. So when you've got tall corners like Joey Porter Jr. covering yep. your guys, how are you going to see OBJs open? So, I think You're Lamar's going to have a lot of interceptions. And obviously, his injury is a, is an issue. So, I think Lamar's not playing 17 games. And that's why I think they're not going to be good this year. And then the Brownies, I actually had them. Brownies. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I had them winning this division. But the kicking situation is a problem. Kate York, yeah. they drafted him and they've already cut him. They get this Hopkins guy who's been around the league. But the problem is the last team that I've seen Hopkins with. He was playing in, in, in L.A. for the Chargers. And he did well towards the oh, end. And, that, and the
0: Washington Commanders. Yep, yep, yep. And, and the yep. Washington
1: Commanders. But the thing is, when you're playing for those teams, are you prepared to go to Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and play in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Baltimore in December when it's going to be pretty much bad weather? I don't yeah. know if that kicker has that much of a leg where you now, you know, 58 yarder to win the game because we know the AFC North is a close division. Every game is going to come down to the last play. In my and opinion,
0: it's the best. It's the best division in football. But go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's it's just like the the AL East in baseball. You know, yes. it's it's one of these tough divisions where literally it's a gauntlet where everyone could be 500. So when when I look at at, at the Browns, I just think they are a great team, great defense. Yep. I was all in, but the kicking game is a massive issue. And I think that that could potentially get Stefanski fired. And then the Steelers, look, I I don't have those reservations with Matt Canada. I'm one of the few people that actually looked at Matt Canada and said to myself, you know what, Matt Cadena deserves another opportunity. Why? Because when Kenny Pickett got recruited on his recruiting visit to Pitt in college, Matt Cannon was was recruiting him. So there's that continuity of them knowing one another. And another thing I'll say is you mentioned Najee Harris, but you didn't mention Jalen Warren who is an undrafted free agent, and all of the metrics that support running backs are looking at Jalen Warren and saying this guy is actually better than Najee Harris. And if it wasn't for Matt Canada and his offense of wanting certain guys to run the football and having multiple ball carriers so that the defense never knows who's going to run the football, we would not have seen Jalen Warren. So I would challenge Pittsburgh Steelers fans to say, okay, if you don't like Matt Canada, then don't tell me you like Jalen Warren. Because without this mad Canada offense, which requires multiple ball handlers, particularly guys who are going to carry the football the football yep. from the backfield, you wouldn't have seen Jalen Warren. I just think the hype is too much on, on, on yep. Pittsburgh. Everybody's a Kenny Pickett fan. I'm not a fan of our punter, Presley Harvin the third. He's he's too inconsistent, <laughs> and I think that's yeah. going to be a problem in terms of getting field position. So I don't. Can t- you
0: tell the people out there and the Steelers fans? And wh- whoever saying this to fire Mike Tom, Tomlin, it's blasphemous. Let me let me let me say let me say, it, Stevie Day. it's blasphemous because this guy gets a winning has a winning season every year. I don't know how he does it, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has a winning season every year. He's that kind of coach. You know, he knows how to coach his teams. You know, he's he he very bold. Those kind of guys that can just motivate a bad team into winning games. Mike Tomlin can coach. I, he's not he's not even a concern. My concern with this team is. How do they deal with success? Because remember that year when they won 11 games in a row and everybody was going crazy, and then they finished 1-4 and for the season, and then they lose a playoff game at home to Cleveland. So I think this team, the only issue with Mike Tomlin is when this team starts winning, and not this team specifically, but the Steelers, when the Steelers start winning in previous years, they tend to smell themselves. And so I think they're going to cap out at 10-11 wins, and that's when Cincinnati comes in. I like what I'm hearing about Joe Burrow. You mean,
0: you mean, you mean uh Cincinnati? We're gonna talk about it
1: Cincinnati. Thank you for reminding me of that one. I, I had to get I had to get that call brand accent. You know, <laughs> look, I think Cincinnati is a team that when you look at it in all three phases, defense, special teams, and offense, yeah. they are explosive. They've yep. got a kicker who can kick from 60. And sometimes, sometimes, Vince, it's gonna be an ugly game, and Joe Burrow's yeah. gonna throw a bunch of interceptions and it's gonna be like they down 19-18. And you have a kicker in McPherson, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, who yep. can who can kick it from 60. So that's what I'm also factoring in. And he can kick in bad weather. So I think Cincinnati probably gets 11, 12 wins. They'll probably beat Pittsburgh. I think they're going to beat everyone in the division at least once. And that's what will help them. So I have Cincinnati 1, Pittsburgh 2, 3 the Brownies, and then Ravens 4 because I just think Lamar Jackson is a disaster. He, he's never healthy. And then... You get these miniature receivers. It's going to be a problem, Todd Munkin. There's a reason. He's not coaching in the NFL prior to this season. So, Harbaugh, I love him, but he could be under
0: pressure because... I have a question go- for you, Matty. Who do you, I asked yeah. the Steelers fans this this morning. Who do you believe yeah. in more? Mm-hmm. The OC from Georgia or Matt Canada? Well,
1: I, I believe in Matt Canada because this is, what, he's third year in the system. Yeah. And so, yeah. I think that when you also look at them drafting Donald Washington... They're clearly yeah. drafting guys to help Matt Canada. It's not oh, like yeah. Ravens. Oh, yeah. Like, the Ravens are drafting guys and signing guys, and you're asking yourself, when has Lamar had a productive season throwing to a 5'10 receiver?
0: He's had productive seasons kind of when he was throwing. I think it was his rookie year, when, and his leading receiver was Willie Sneed, which, by the way, Willie Steed is a niner, but keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 like, you know, when Willie Sneed. But then, if you look at Lamar Jackson in his, in his years where he's been successful and healthy, who's been his number one receiver? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is a big, tall, physical tight end who you just have to look at, and he's open, and you can throw it to him. That's not yeah. the case with everybody else. So he can throw the football. It's just his anticipation is a problem. So that's yeah. my only concern with Todd Munkin is because Todd Munkin, he's a no-risk-it-no-biscuit guy. And I think oh, yeah. with Lamar Jackson, you need low risk because he clearly cannot anticipate at the highest level, and that's okay. And that's why I have the Ravens fourth. But I'll Matt say this in yeah. my pocket. I, I, I didn't say
0: it on 260, but I forgot. Listen, okay. shout out to the Steelers for nailing Kenny Pickett, by the way. Because yeah. remember, remember, remember Manny. Remember. And listen, I know people like to make fun of make fun of Kenny Pickett because he has small hands, paws. No, but no seriously. Um remember. Remember those rumors that Mike Tomlin liked Malik Willis and looks, looks what's happening Malik Willis in Tennessee, right? I don't yeah. want people to have that same energy. See, I think this listen, listen. Steelers, listen. I'm telling you right now, and I'm just jealous with the Steelers because they can they can draft, man. I mean, they really can with receivers, running backs, you name it. And obviously, I think they knitted it with Kenny Pickett. That's just that's me. And I know some people are not high on them, but it is what it is. Now, with that being said, my friend, um, let's go with the NFC AFC. Oh, no, I'm sorry, AFC South. Um, okay. I got Jacksonville. Um, as long as Kevin, as, as long as Kevin really does not bet. Um, <laughs> number two, yeah. Uh, number two, I got Tennessee. Um no actually no, no I'm sorry. Number two, Houston. I believe in Houston. I don't care what people say. Let's okay. go to Jamaica Ryan's number three. I have Tennessee. And four, I have the Colts. Shout out to my boy Chris. He has he has coast content. But at the end of the day, as long as they don't have John JT over there, um, you <laughs> know, Manny, the, the Colts are pretty much done. Um uh, but shout out to Anthony Richardson. I hope he has a successful season. Yep. And good luck to Colts fans. But um but anyways, what do you have winning this division? Uh win division and why? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Tennessee I have them winning this division with the with the healthy Ryan Tannehill. Everything Interesting. you hear. So
0: you're not, so you're not high on Jacksonville. Okay, go, go go. Nah, ahead. No, you know, the thing is it's not even
1: about Jacksonville. It's about the fact that when you look at Jacksonville, they came out the bye week and all of a sudden started winning games. Congratulations yeah. to them. But that coincided with Tennessee losing games. Ryan Tannehill yeah. was not healthy. And when Ryan Tannehill is healthy, he takes you to the playoffs. He has double digit season wins. He, he's taking you to an AFC championship game. And yeah. so he is a competent quarterback. Much that like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Many people underrate him. But I think Ryan Tannehill is a winning quarterback. He's broken all the records for the Tennessee Titans. He's a legit, you know, quarterback in this league. It's just he's not, you know, the type of guy with the big arm. He's not going to shoot the commercials. You won't see him on the <laughs> Netflix quarterback series. And so he's very <laughs> like, much reserved. Like not for you. Go ahead. Yeah, is- yeah, yeah. You know, he's much better than Mariota. And remember, he beat Mariota out because. Tennessee traded a seventh-round pick to the Dolphins for Tannehill, and he's really been really good. So i got Tennessee number one. Number two, Jacksonville. I just think Jacksonville's defense is a bit overrated. They don't necessarily know how to stop the run, and I think that that trend is going to continue in this division that runs the football. And then third, I have the Colts. I think Anthony Richardson should be the favorite for, for rookie of the year. Why? Because when you look at these running quarterbacks, usually the first year, where they start running the football from the quarterback position. Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Colin Kaepernick. They start seeing a lot of success because defenses don't know how to stop them. And the thing with Anthony Richardson is he's quick, he's elusive, but he's also a power runner. He wants to run you over. So I think that's going to be a massive element in terms of how do you stop Anthony Richardson? They didn't run him a lot in preseason, which tells nope. me they're probably saving it for the season. And then, yep. fourth, I have the Houston Rockets. Excuse me, the Houston Texans. <laughs> it's the okay. I'm in- same city. You know, same city. But we, you and I were talking about the Rockets with email Doka the other day, so I yeah, think I that's why I mentioned that. But the Texans, I am concerned. I am highly concerned. I love CJ Stroud. I was, you know, <clears throat> in love with the pick. I thought he was going to be fantastic. I was even telling Andrew, yo, watch out for the playoffs. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so, not because something happened, but because when I look at Houston, They gave up their first-round pick for next season to Arizona. And I think when you look at C.J. Stroud, he's great. He's a great talent, but I think he's a year away. When you look at this team, I don't trust the offensive line. I don't think the defensive line is going to get any pressures and sacks. I think Derek Stingley Jr. probably shouldn't have been taken ahead of Sauce Gardner. So I don't look at this defense and think this is a defense that can get the ball back for for C.J. Stroud. Because C.J. Stroud did not play a lot in college. He only played two seasons. And so yeah. when you look at C.J. Stroud and the mistakes that he's made in preseason, it's mistakes that you would like to see from a rookie quarterback. But mm-hmm. the pressure of giving away that first-round pick to Arizona next season, that's why I'm down on Houston because I don't think C.J. Stroud can live up to that expectation. Not because he's not good, but because this Houston team isn't good. I don't even know their special team situation. I just look at Houston and think, new coach, new coordinators, yeah. dysfunctional ownership, a GM who's on the hard seat. This looks like a team that's going to be fourth. And then third, oh, the Colts, I already went into them. I think they're going to run the football Anthony Richardson. Jaguars, I don't trust their defense. And then Tennessee, I think Mike Vrabel, Derrick Henry's back. I've been hearing that coming out of Nashville, Tennessee, all the stories are that. It's not a secret. Ryan Tannehill and DeAndre Hopkins have a connection. And you know Tannehill, I mean, he got A.J. Brown paid. No disrespect to A.J. Brown. He's a top five wide receiver. But it was Tannehill throwing you the rock. So I think Hill is going to show people this year that hey, I was the reason we didn't win this division, and so I have Tennessee winning the AFC South.
0: You know what? I respect that answer because Maddie. Um, you know why I'm I'm high on Houston because of obviously D'Amico mm-hmm. Ryan's. You know what? But you're right. It might take time, like two years. It took solid what two years, three years with the Jets. So you're right. I mean, you, you have a great, yeah. you have a great damn point. And with Tennessee, I mean, I would not be surprised if you're right because uh, shout-out to Right Grable. He always does a great job. And shout-out to the, to the black man, Ron Catherine, came from San yes. Francisco, and that's why he signed some San Francisco players. So, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I respect that. I respect the hell of you with that. Uh, and the, let's face it, Hopkins went there because of the money. And shout-out to Rich Paul and Clutch Look at that. Now, <laughs> that being said, yes, sir, um, the AFC, uh, NFC, I'm um, sorry, uh, uh, NFC West, um, Mm-hmm. went healthy, which, by the way, I need—I need Nick Bosa signed by the today, please. I hope that happens. But anyway, by the end of this
1: podcast, he needs to be signed, <laughs> please.
0: Or—or or at the overall sports show, who cares? Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, I got Niners went healthy. I what to Seattle, uh, which, by the way, I love Seattle. Uh, the. the Biggest question for Seattle, by the way, uh Maddie, which by the way, shout, shout out for them to, for drafting Jigba. I don't know why some teams pass on them. Um, uh, but yeah. we've seen this before, Maddie, because remember teams pass on the economic out because the injury, that's what teams get. But anyway, well, that's not nor he nerd there. Um, but listen, my like I said, the biggest question for Seattle is they, they did fix their uh, running defense. And I, listen, I like their secondary, but I to me they are to be determined on defense. Now, offense right. offense, I do like them. And we will see if Geno Smith will have a, uh, you know, uh, revenge year again. So, you know, Seattle 2-3, the Rams. Sorry, Ram fans. Shout out to my boy Darnell and I'm just not high on you guys this year. I love Stafford. Uh, but without since Brad Holmes left, they have not been making great moves, Manny. So and they miss Brad Holmes tremendously, and Ram fans are starting to see it. And now you're starting to see it as well. And Cardinals, they're just frauds. And we know Kyler Murray's done this next year as the Cardinals quarterback. Um, and the Cardinals are just saying shit. And I don't trust anything what the Cardinals do. So, if I'm a Cardinals fan, I mean, listen, go go watch the Phoenix Suns. Because you, you guys ain't going to win, win shit. Even though, listen, I, I'll say this. Don't fuck up those two first-round picks. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and, Manny, I'm just going to say this before you go. I just don't want a USC quarterback. Which, by the way, me and Manny are going to have had fun talking about college football. Because me yeah. and Manny had a field on Twitter, right, Manny? But anyways, yeah. anyways, anyways. <laughs> what I mean by this, Manny, is I don't want USC quarterbacks to go to Arizona because why is that, Manny? USC yeah. quarterbacks don't do well in Arizona, do they? they don't do they, Manny? But anyway...
1: what, what it says it? it's Matt Leinart who went there. Who else? Which other USC? Carson Palmer, but Carson Palmer, Palmer, Palmer played oh, well because but Palmer, yeah, but, had a, yeah he, he, he was lucky. He was lucky because he was well, towards Matt, you know yeah, he was but, already grown up and everything. So yeah,
0: and also he was with Bruce Arians. But let's keep it real. Anyways, yeah. yes, but anyways, Manny, what's your order? What, Knock on wood when healthy. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, I, San Francisco one, Seattle two, three Rams, and then four Arizona. Look, let's start at the bottom. Arizona, look, yep. I think they're tanking. I was getting into an argument in the group chat with <laughs> other people about this Kyler Murray contract. Look, I think there's a reason they put him on the physically unable to perform list is because he's got injury guarantees on his contract. So yep. next year, March, they're going to put him on the physical. If he doesn't pass the physical, they owe him $92 million. Michael Bidwell, he's a billionaire, but he's not the billionaire. He's like Mark Davis. And remember, Mark Davis pulled, pulled Derek Carr. Because had Derek Carr been injured, his contract would have been guaranteed. So I think these owners are starting to look at it from that perspective of saying, look, do I want to pay Kyler Murray $92 million or do I want to get a quarterback? And, you know, we're reading these reports where Caleb Williams is saying, look, I might stay in college for another year if it's a bad team. And I think Arizona is one of those teams he doesn't want to play for because that's a bad organization. I agree. It was was voted in the bottom tier in all those votes in terms of which one is the worst organization. So I think Arizona is tanking. So I won't take anything they do personal. I don't believe we're going to see Kyler Murray this year because it's going to cost you $92 million if he's not healthy. The Rams are a competitive team. I think Matthew Stafford's a gamer. I think he's playing for a contract, and playing for continuity in this league. I don't think he'll play for the Rams next season. And so I think this season for for Matthew Stafford is an audition. It's an audition for teams that won't be able to draft a quarterback but need one, and potentially he can get Imagine,
0: imagine Stafford with San Francisco. Imagine. Keep going.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can only imagine that because I still think Stafford's like top five. Like when you just look at guys' careers in the league, not yeah. power rankings in terms of, who was good last season. Like when you just say okay, mm-hmm. everybody's retiring today. I think Matthew Stafford's top five. You know, I think when you look at his yards in in Detroit and then the first season in, in you know, in LA, beat San Francisco in the NFC Championship yep. game. Yep. Rashard McVeigh's only win against Shanahan and then wins uh-huh. the Super Bowl on a game-winning drive. So I just think Matthew Stafford has been done dirty. Maybe it's his fault for taking the contract with the massive guarantees. I mean, he got paid yep. what, like $54 million for a roster bonus just for being on the team. He gets $54 million. So I think that the Rams are probably also secretly tanking, saying, you know what? We may not be in the Caleb Williams, Drake May sweepstakes, but we might be in the Pennix junior sweepstakes in terms of those quarterbacks that go 13-15. So I think the Rams are going to be third. Seattle, I don't think Geno can improve. I think he's in his 30s, and he play, he's he's either going to play the same way that he played last season, or he's going to take a step back. I will be shocked if he takes a step forward because he's not a young quarterback. I think he played to his ceiling last season, and we need to give him credit. I'm not a fan of Seattle's defense. I don't like how they drafted similar to Detroit. Because I think that the need was for them to fix that interior defensive line, get someone to stop the run. And that wasn't necessarily what they did. They went and got Devon Witherspoon, who's a corner, who's already hurt. And so I just think when you look at the value of the pitch, you've got a defensive tackle in Jalen Carter who can stop the run. And then you've got a cornerback in Devon Witherspoon. I mean, if Devon Witherspoon is primetime Deion Sanders, it doesn't even matter. Because nowadays yeah. in the NFL, you can just decide, OK, I'm not throwing it to that guy. But there's no way you are going to ignore someone like a Jalen Carter. So I think that pick is going to come back to haunt them. Because I don't think Devon Witherspoon is better than Jalen Carter. So they'll finish second in this division here. But I just think that that rush defense is still not addressed. And they had an opportunity to do it. They didn't. Jackson Smith and Jake were also already hurt. I'm not criticizing Jackson. I think he's a great talent. I think he's the best out of all these Ohio State receivers, including Harrison Jr. I just believe that Seattle did not need a wide By the way,
0: speaking of Caleb Williams, by the way, yep. just to let you know, and uh, this just, just came in just now, Caleb Williams' father says that Caleb could stay in school another year if he yep. doesn't like the situation and he'll be with the team picking overall. Interesting. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, like I, I, I don't know if we read the same report, but I read something similar like that. I saw it on Pro Football Talk in terms of him saying, look, he's not coming out if the team is like Washington or Arizona. I think those are the two teams he looks at I and think says Washington no is
0: thanks. Better. It's all good because it's yeah. Terry, but you yeah, go ahead. But. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I think Seattle <laughs> made a mistake in terms of yeah. not you know Jackson Smith-Chick, but great talent, Devon Witherspoon, great players. I just think Seattle had bigger issues, and they'll probably lose a, a wild card game, and they'll finish second. And then San Francisco, San Francisco, I think is the best team in the NFL. If we didn't have kickers, the problem is Jake Moody, and I'm not cursing your team, Vince. I'm just yeah. saying to let Robbie Gold walk for nothing because you don't want to pay him what 5 10 million and then you yeah. get Jake Moody as your first pick in the draft. I mean, this is the same you know, front You know what's office. crazy,
0: Manny? Why does the Bay yeah. Area love love the last name Moody? Moses Moody, Jake Moody, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I mean, the thing is, you know the Bay Area right now is on a run in terms of you take you take, you take James Wiseman and then you take Trey Lance. It's just I, you know what I think it is? It's because it's San Francisco. It's yeah. the logo. Everyone is going to put more pressure on it and Jake Moody is probably a great kicker. It's just for San Francisco you are going to have to be ice cold, ice in your veins. And that's the only concern I have with them. And also with Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, sir, you've got a new defensive coordinator who doesn't come from the coaching tree of D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala. So this is a new system. There's going to be a lot more press man coverage. And so I think that Nick Bosa not being there in preseason is going to hinder them in the month of September. You know the NFL always screws your team over because they always have you guys playing these 1 o'clock games early on in the season. But yeah. I think that as the season progresses, we get into November, c- coming to Thanksgiving, that's when we're going to see San Francisco absolutely bludgeon teams. But I think they win this division. I don't know if they win the NFC because as, as, as complete of a team as everybody thinks they are, their kicking situation is a problem because we know yes. San Francisco, they play close. And if they have to win a game on a field goal and it's a 55-yarder, I don't think it's the same confidence as, as, as you once had with Robbie yes. Gould. So they're going to win this division. It's just so, are they going to win the NFC? And I think that's yeah. where the two, three wins come from the kicker. And so that's that's how I see the NFC West panning out.
0: Yeah, before we go to the AFC West, I just got to say two things. Number one, Niner fans, calm the fuck down with Kyle Shanahan. I get <laughs> you're angry, but Manny, but here's my thing with Niner fans, and they're, and, and they're negative every time. But my thing is, like, you fire Shanahan, who's out there betting him? Yep. And number two, and number two with Trey Lance. Now I like what the Niners did. They're admitting they made a mistake. Okay. Right. And Manny in locker room, a lot of Niner fans in the Bay Area. They want a field. They want a Trey Lance. But at the <laughs> end of the day, you know who San Francisco should should have taken. And yeah. they, I mean, he was right. He was ready to go. Mac yeah. Jones. Yeah. Mac Jones. Because yeah. If they would have chosen Mac Jones. They probably going to want They probably beat the Rams and win, beat the Bengals.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, one thing we know about Kyle, and not to cut you off, but one thing we know right, about right, right. Kyle is that. He just wants to tell the quarterback what to do. Matt right. Jones is not going to come in and win an MVP, but he would have would have came in and thrown the football to where it needed to be. Because, again, when I look at Brock Purdy, yeah, Brock Purdy, fantastic. You know, he's coachable, all of that. But there's nothing he's doing that Matt Jones is not able to do. And so right. I think that that was a massive problem. But, again, when you trade up to three and you yep. take Matt Jones, that's a bad look. So I think whoever yep. they took at three, that kid probably would have been a, a bust because – Again, when you see that San Francisco logo, Montana, Steve yep. Young, yep. Kaepernick, and so, do, what was Mac Jones going to come in and deliver that level of expectations, NFC Championship appearances every year? I don't think so because no. we saw him in New England regress. So I think San Francisco, regardless know why, we know why, we know why track, because of,
0: we know why. Yeah. We know why it's Patricia. Keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 He regrets because of Patricia. But even in these rookie year, because remember, here's what people forget about Mac Jones in his rookie year. He was playing well, and he was the runaway favorite for offensive rookie. Uh huh. And then he went on a bye week, and this was with Josh McDaniel. And then when he came back from the bye week, he didn't look the same. He got blown out in the playoff game against Buffalo, and then he had that game against Buffalo where he threw the ball like three times. So I just think that when you look at Mac Jones, he uh-huh. turns the ball too o- turns the ball he over does. too much, and I think that that also would have been a problem for San Francisco. I think San Francisco fans just need to understand that. The pressure of playing for that organization is probably what got to Trey Lance. He's a great kid. He deserves yeah. to get drafted. It's just the circumstances with them making NFC Championship appearances. That's yep. the only pressure. But your team is great. They're going to win yeah. the NFC West. The only question is, can they get to 13 wins with, with the kicking situation that they have? I don't think so.
0: Yeah. And what, what, what saves John and Kyle is those late round picks. The Niners are really good at drafting. But anyways... And they're line, and somewhat in many, I don't know how they do it, but they are a linebacker factor. I don't know how the Niners do it, but they do it. Anyways, yeah. anyways, and which by the way, it's looking like Nick Bosa's is going to play this week, and it is what it is. We it, are we surprised, Manny? No, because this was the this this is what the Bosa's, uh, fa- um you know, players do. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Nick from-
1: Bosa set out the final
0: year at Ohio State; he didn't even play. So you know, That's the Bosa family—they move different, and you got to give respect to them. But yeah. they're going to make sure they get the money they deserve. Don't blame him, and he deserves it for sure. Now, with that being said, um, AFC West. Now we know who's going to be number one: the Chiefs. Number two is going to be the Chargers, in my opinion. The three is going to be the Broncos. Four going to be the Raiders. Um, which, by the way, shout out to my, my boy Nick Freeze on the Raider fans. The other my boy Jay, a lot of Raider fans that I know they want Caleb Williams. Which I won't blame them. It would be great to see him to get Caleb Williams, especially in Vegas. Um, but no, who do you have, Manny? And uh, you know, wh- who do you think is going to win? And how do you think Let's Ride and Russell Wilson is <laughs> going to do with Sean Payton? Uh, do you think he's, he's going to play well with Sean Payton or, or not? So because a lot of Broncos fans are excited, which I don't blame them. Thank God they don't have Hack anymore. And I think the Chargers, I believe in the Chargers because I think Kellen Moore is better than Joe Lombardi. But that's not saying much, right? Right, M- 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 Manny?
1: Yeah, it's not saying much because you know, Kellen Moore. Uh, I'll get into him, but
0: the,
1: the way I have this, this is actually a hard division to figure out. But I have Kansas City one. This is going to shock you. Las Vegas 2.
0: I'm out. No, I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) Chargers 3 and Denver 4. Now, let's start with Denver. I just think similar to the Kyler Murray situation. They're going to look at the situation and say, look, do we want to play Russell Wilson for 17 games? Hell no. Yeah, because he also has an injury guarantee. So if he's hurt next year, March, I think that the guarantees kick in. But if you cut him before that physical Then I think the cap hit goes down significantly. So Sean Payton did not sign this contract to join Denver for Russell Wilson. He didn't. And he signed Jared Stidham, similar to Sam Donald with San Francisco. He signed Jared Stidham the minute free agency opened. So that tells me that, hey, look, he's going to be prepared to move off of Russell Wilson. And why would you, as Jared Stidham, take a job in Denver if you're not going to be promised snaps? I don't believe in Russell Wilson. Because I think in order for Russell Wilson to get back to what he needs to get back to, he needs to run. And unfortunately, he's in his mid to late 30s. I don't think he wants to take hits. And that's the issue with Russell Wilson now. It's not because he's not a great quarterback. It's not because he doesn't have the arm strength. It's just a mm-hmm. massive part of Russell Wilson's game was his escapability and him running away. Similar to Kylo Murray. Can he see over his offensive lineman? I don't think so. So I have Denver for um, third. I have... Um, the charges. I just don't think the charges are a good team. Their biggest
0: problem. Because, was- let me guess. Let me guess, Manny. It's yeah. because every San Diego, every team from San Diego is cursed. Is that true? It's
1: well, true. Well, they, they they are cursed, but there's also a lot of you know telltales with what's going on in the situation for Kendall Moore to take this job. It tells me that he's the head coach in waiting. So there's no incentive for Brandon Staley to have a good year for everyone in this organization. I think he's going to get fired in the middle of the season. I think it's going to be a disaster. Mm. I think this is a great team. I like the quarterback, but they didn't address the needs in terms of what this team needed. This team needs more guys on defense. And was, there was guys like Miles Murphy available, Muzzy Smith available, and they took Quinton Johnson. I don't think they needed him. I just don't.
0: Yeah, they need – They need. their weakness wasn't running defense. And I feel yeah, they, right.
1: they, yep. they need guys in the trenches, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. They needed, you know, Marzi Smith out of Michigan. And, you know, those yeah. aren't sexy picks because your fans can't buy those jerseys. They can buy a Quinton Johnson jersey, but yeah. they can't buy the Marzi Smith jersey. So I think the Chargers are a team that could potentially – Fire their coach in the middle of the season. I saw the coaching odds of who's going to get fired first. Brandon Staley needs to be number one on that list. Then number two. Let me tell you why I'm big on why why I'm high on the Vegas Raiders. The Vegas Raiders probably would have won. I saw some stat. They would have won like eleven or twelve games last season if Derek Carr played better in the fourth quarter. And I'm a fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. Josh Jacobs is back. This team, in terms of the execution, looked fantastic. Fantastic in preseason. And I wasn't just looking at the starters. I was looking at the backups as well. And, you know, Aiden O'Connell, he's waiting there. But it's not about him. It's about understanding that this is a team that was in a lot of games last season going yeah, into the they fourth were. quarter. But Derek uh-huh. Carr just kept turning the ball over. And so yeah. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Derek Carr. He knows how to take care of the football. They're going to yeah. play with the lead. And Jimmy Garoppolo, when he has 10 points up, other than the Super Bowl, he is someone... <laughs> who can game manage and find his way? And Jimmy Garoppolo's won a ton of games. So I think Jimmy Garoppolo's a winner. I think this team could make the playoffs. I just don't pick them. And then Kansas City, number one, you know. Um, number one by how much it would depend on the Travis Kelsey situation. Right. I mean, I, I saw Andy Reid in the press conference. He was abrupt, he, he was short, he was abrupt, he wasn't friendly. That tells me this Travis <laughs> Kelsey injury is probably gonna be out for a month. Chris Jones, I think they're gonna have to trade him because there's a $10 million separation in terms of what they want, in terms of what they want to offer him and what he wants. So I just don't think you can come back from $10 million. They'll win that division, Kansas City. It just won't be as drastic as people think there is. So I have Denver fourth, the Chargers third, Vegas second, and Kansas City first.
0: I'll say this. I, I like your Raiders one, and I know Andrew Jones, he's going to laugh with that, that <laughs> one probably. He's going to laugh, well, damn, how you trust Josh McFraud? I'll, I'll say this about the Raiders, right? And you could be right. But my, my thing is, the old. The, the, my major question mark is the O-line. You can't yep. blame me for saying that. And number two, and number two, Jimmy G makes sense for them. He's a point star. They got point stars in Vegas. It makes <laughs> sense. But anyways, but you get what I did there. Now, was, I, there's a reason why... I did this division last because no one cares about this division. It's the NFC South. Now, I got my buddy, Jody. He's a Falcon fan. And right. I think the Falcons should be the favorites in this division because I like their weapons. I like Jesse Bates. Now, if you have the Saints, that's fine. I mean, I mean the, the missing thing that the Saints were missing was a quarterback. So, if you got the Saints yeah. number one, I don't care about that. Because I have the Saints number two. Falcons one, two Saints. Three, the Panthers. I got four, Tampa Bay. We know why Tampa Bay is going to be number four, because it's Baker Mayfield. And number three, the Panthers, because, which, by the way, I do, I do think the Panthers are heading in the right direction. I like their coaching staff. Frank Reich. They got Josh McCown as their quarterback coach. They got, you know, D'Angelo Hawes in is their in their coaching staff. They have a good coaching staff. They're just, they're just not there yet. So, and shout out to Bryce Young. I hope he has his. Tremendous uh, uh, career. Now, what do you have winning the South? I'm sure you have the Saints, and I know I know. Josh from beats listen to the podcast. He's probably gonna laugh at your pick, but it's all good. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, Saints won. This is their division, man. That schedule is amazing, and playing in New Orleans has been a problem. Even when they had Jameis Winston, I remember watching them when they had um, Trevor Simeon as a quarterback. Now he went on oh, to lose. Yeah. He went on to lose every game and played for them. But God, oh
0: my God. every
1: game was close and came to the fourth quarter. So this is a good team, special teams, defense. Derek Carr yeah. doesn't turn the ball over usually. Last year was an aberration. Derek Carr usually doesn't get hurt. So I think no. they finally have consistent play at the quarterback. He's played over 100 games. This is someone mm-hmm. that you can put into a system and say, hey, just deliver the football to the guys. So I have the Saints, number one. Number two, I have the Falcons. They're going to be competitive. They're going to look like a wildcard team. It's just, you know, I think Desmond Ritter is not as good as I thought he would be.
0: No. no um, yeah.
1: I, I use him as my quarterback in franchise mode in, in, in Madden, and he's fantastic. I mean, he's got a base Madden. he's fantastic in Madden, but not in real life. We keep going. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, I'm disappointed because when I use him in Madden, he's elite. I mean, I've won MVPs with him, but it's like in real life, it's like, who? he is the Walmart version of the one that I have in Madden. So <laughs> I don't believe in Desmond Ritter. But then in third, I think that when you look at this division, I don't believe in the Panthers. I really don't believe in the Panthers, but I don't think they'll be as bad as Tampa. So I have number one Saints, number two Falcons, number three Panthers, and number four Tampa. I think Tampa are going to have to make a decision. And, you know, again, um, Byron Liffridge, the way he was treated as the offensive coordinator, they whacked him in the middle of the season last year you know, to take the blame off of Tom Brady because Tom Brady regressed as a quarterback and that's why yeah. he retired. Top Bowles, man. Love top Bowles. Love him to death. But the way he handled the situation with Baker Mayfield and Caltras, it tells me that he doesn't have juice in this organization. The nope. kids are family who are cheapskates and yep. don't want to sell Man United on this team. And notice, Vince, whenever I talk about these teams that are going to tank, I always mention the owner. And Tampa... They, they had a great time with Tom Brady. They sold the a yeah. bunch of jerseys, and they were relevant. I think the Glazers want that. And Todd Bowles is too good of a coach. He's going to try and make this team compete. This is a team that in Tampa that, if they're not doing well, they are probably going to tank. They have a team to tank. They've got a guy in Devin White who's probably going to get traded in the middle of the season because he wants an mm-hmm. extension. And Mike Evans as well. So I think Tampa fourth. Carolina, I don't believe in pressure. He looked tiny. He, looked, I mean, he looked like a... High schooler, playing in small.
0: He, he's small, possibly. You're, right,
1: you're right. Yeah, I mean he he he. I mean again, because you're going up against Dennis Allen and the Saints twice a year. You're going yeah. up against the Atlanta Falcons, who hired the Saints defensive coordinator twice uh-huh. a year, and then you're going up against top Bowles. And so I just think Bryce Young is not going to be good. Carolina's going to have to give that pick to Chicago, so that's yeah. going to be a problem for Carolina. The Falcons are a good team; I'd have them winning this division. But like I said, the real life Desmond Ritter is not the Madden Desmond Ritter, so. They're gonna have to work on that. You don't, I, you don't
0: trust. You don't trust. You don't trust Taylor Heineke. No, I'm playing. I mean, I mean Taylor Heineke is the backup. I mean, you, it's just
1: it's terrible. And then the Saints. Yeah, the Saints have a, <laughs> the Saints have a great schedule, man. And they have that kind of team that if they get going early, they'll probably beat a lot of teams. So I have the Saints number one, the Falcons number two, Carolina number three, and Tampa tanking for Caleb Williams and Drake May.
0: Okay. Now we we'll do we'll our wild cards. Now for the NFC. Uh, actually, no, let's we'll do AFC because AFC is more harder. So I got Bengals not in order. Bengals. Um, I got um, the char- uh, Chargers, and I have the Jets. Who's your wild card for the AFC? Um, wild card for the AFC.
1: Jets, Steelers, and who did I have in the uh, – oh, Jacksonville. So it's going to be okay. Jets, Steelers, and Jacksonville. Yep.
0: Okay, okay. NFC, I have the Cowboys. Not in order. Cowboys, Seattle. And I have the Vikings.
1: Yeah, I I have Philly. I have the Giants, and then I, ha- I and then I have Seattle. Yep.
0: Yeah, Seattle. Yo, know, fan. I hope you're hearing Manny because he's has like got the, you guys in in, in the wild card. So you know, you know, Manny, you know, Eagle fans are gonna get into <laughs> you in and this pod. Now I'm playing. <laughs> um, anyways, um, rookie of the year. I got CJ Stroud. What about you?
1: Offensive rookie of the year. oh well. Offensive Rookie of the Year, oof, I think it's going to be wide receiver Jalen Hyatt, New York Football Ooh. Giants. How about Josh that? Is
0: gonna, Josh is going to be like, oh, I'm laugh out loud. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, you know, he's not, high in the, he's not high in the Giants, obviously. But I right. think that's, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, my MVP, well, you know, it's it's, uh, it's Ralph Mentors and Manny's um, haterish uh, favorite quarterback. No, I'm kidding. It's Taylor Hurts from MVP.
1: Oh, wow. That's a great pick. Um, Thank you. Wow. <laughs> whew. I think I think it's gonna be between Josh Josh uh Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. I mean the fact that these two guys are two, I wouldn't put Josh Allen top five, but you know, these are two on most people's list, top five quarterbacks. None of them have an MVP. You know, Josh Allen, is he gonna have the Madden curse? I don't know. I'll give it to Joe Burrow as the MVP. Coming off of a contract, I think he wins the MVP. Joe Burrow, Joey Franchise.
0: All right. Comeback player of the year. I'm gonna go with John Messi. I like that pick.
1: Wow. Wow, because there's going to be a lot of elements of, you know, the Damar Hamlin. But the thing is, Damar Hamlin's a backup. He's not the starting safety. He's going to have an opportunity to play because Micah, Micah Hyde and um, uh, Jordan Poyer are two older safeties for the Buffalo Bills who, who both got hurt. So, you know, Damar Hamlin's going to have a lot of opportunities to play. You know CBS likes showing Buffalo. So, uh, the you pick is, is a great one. It's just, man, nobody saw Geno Smith winning it. So, what I'll say is, I'll say... Hmm. You know what? How about Mac Jones? How about just, you know, <laughs> I just, I, I just want to go for someone who doesn't have, like, a health condition or whatever. Just right. come back in the sense of you had a bad play caller. Everybody thought that you got hosed. And so if Mac Jones takes the Patriots to the playoffs, I
0: think he wins comeback play of the year. Interesting. Okay. What so about coach of the year? I'm going to go with Dan Campbell. I didn't – no. Know, you know, let me switch that. I, I mean – Let me go a different route because this is the Vince Show. Because obviously on the 260, I picked Dan Campbell. Let me go Robert Sala. I like that one.
1: Wow. I'm going to go with – you ready for this? Mike McCarthy. I'm out. out. uh, out. out. Because, again, if he he runs this team and he's calling the plays and they are top five offense, everybody's going to have to owe him an apology because if he gets (laughs) the number one seed and makes Dak – the same quarterback that he's I been on the for I'm going to get you yeah. on this
0: one. Remember when Mike McCarthy was hired as the Cowboy coach, you remember you remember who was the defensive coordinator, right? Mike Nolan. How did Mike Nolan do? Not great. <laughs> <laughs> do you really think Dan Quinn was his choice? Oh, that was Jerry Jones? That, that was Jerry Jones,
1: but I, but, but I think it's also an element of what happened because, again, I'm looking at my picks. I have Dallas as the number one team in the NFC. If Dallas okay. wins the NFC, if Dak Prescott goes back to being in a top five, well, not go back. He comes from a top five offense. That's what everybody's expecting. Everybody's expecting right. Dallas to fall back. If they if they maintain that top five, top ten offense with Mike mm-hmm. McCarthy while getting the NFC number one seat, I think that's when Mike McCarthy probably wins coach of the year.
0: Okay. Now, obviously, we can talk to players real quick. So, I mean, I said on, the, uh, on uh, Josh's show, obviously, yesterday, so obviously the first round would be Niners versus – I mean, my bad, but the seeds obviously would be, for me, would be Eagles, Niners, and then obviously, um, you know, uh, the Lions, number three, and four would be obviously the, um, you know, uh, the Falcons, obviously, and five and six, obviously, five would be probably the Cowboys, six would be, um, excuse me, yeah, the Cowboys, six would be, um, you know, uh, Seattle, and seven would probably be the Vikings. So obviously the Niners would probably have to play, uh, the Vikings, which I'm not really afraid of, the Vikings. We will win that one, and the Lions will play. The, the Lions will play. Um, excuse me. Um, the Seattle, which I got uh, the Lions for that one, and uh, the Cowboys will play. Uh, excuse me. The Falcons, and uh, guess what? I got the Cowboys for that one too. So, so uh, it'll be Cowboys versus. Excuse me. Um. Uh. Wait. No. Lions versus Niners, and Cowboys versus. Um. Um. Who. Who did I say? Who did I say? Cowboys will be firsting. Um. Uh, the Eagles, right? Yeah, the Eagles, right? Yeah, the Eagles, yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, Maddie, who do you got? Um, you know, for your seating, obviously, and who do you got? And um, yeah, uh, uh, winning in the first round. Go ahead, yeah,
1: yeah. So I, I got the Cowboys on the bye, and then it will be Saints versus mm, the Giants, and then it would be San Francisco versus Seattle, and then it would be Minnesota versus. Um, The Eagles So I have mm. the Eagles upsetting Minnesota In that 4-5 matchup It will be an upset mm. because it's going to be in Minnesota I have the Giants Losing to the Saints in the 2-7 Matchup and then I have San Francisco In another year for the second Time in the second year in a row Beating Seattle in a playoff game
0: Alright all right. Now obviously I, I got San Francisco beating Detroit by the way I wouldn't surprise me to Detroit beats us wouldn't surprise me don't be surprised with the trip this year. Now, 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 Eagle versus Cowboys. Now, it would have surprised me if it went either way, but I'm going to go with the Eagles for this one. Um, so, but it, would it surprise me if a Dan Quinn's defense beats, um, you know, the Eagles? No, I would not be surprised. But I'm going to go Eagles versus Niners, and obviously, I have the Niners falling short this time against the Philadelphia again. So it will be Eagles representing the NFC. So, who do you got winning the uh, the second round?
1: Second round. So that will be Cowboys Eagles. Yep. Niners um Saint, yeah. yeah. Oh no, Saint Saints Niners. So uh yeah, I I had a I had a... Manny you got up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, Vince. I got Oh, a... right Matt, you were saying about the things that I left.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, So this is going to be included for the for the for the episode. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so uh, I I have the Cowboys playing the Eagles and the Saints playing the Niners. I have the Cowboys beating the Eagles and I have the Saints beating the Niners because if that matches in New Orleans, I think it's going to go one way, especially with the kicking situation for the Niners. So I have a Saints Cowboys NFC Championship.
0: All right, and the AFC, uh, 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 yeah. So you you got the Cowboys representing the NFC, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, in the championship game, yeah, for sure. I think they're gonna beat the Saints.
0: Okay. All right. So here we go. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Now the AFC, real quick. So obviously, Chiefs number one. Two. I I I got. Um, excuse me. Um, I have the obviously the Bills. No, 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 no. Sorry. Three was two. Three would be the Bills. Obviously. Four would be. Um. Obviously, I have the uh, Jaguars. Obviously, and five would be the Chargers. Six would be. Um, excuse me. Six would be um no 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 I'm sorry. Five would be the Bengals. Um, six would be the Chargers, and seven would be the Jets. So obviously, I mean, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, my AFC Championship game is gonna be Chargers versus um the um the uh, excuse me the uh, uh, uh fuck oh the Ravens and and I have the shout out to my boy baby Jonathan. he's a Charger fan shout out to all my Charger fans out there friends out there but I got this I I just feel like the Chargers are gonna fall short. Manny, so I got Ravens and Eagles and my Super Bowl winners. Uh, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson will, uh, will show the haters wrong uh, this year, and I'm going to be happy about it. And So me and Andrew Joe will be happy. Now, with that being said, Manny, what do you got? And when you're done, we're going to do the week one picks.
1: Okay, cool. So I have Kansas City number one seed, number two. Um, so so they're going to be at home. So then I have yes Cincinnati playing... Cincinnati Cincinnati playing the Jaguars and then I have Buffalo hosting the Steelers and then I have Tennessee hosting the Jets. So I think there's going to be a lot of upsets on my bracket. I think the Jets are going to upset Tennessee. I think the Steelers are going to upset Buffalo, but I think Cincinnati is going to beat the Jaguars. And so that's going to be the, the, the matchup. And then in the next round, you're obviously then going to have the AFC North matchup between Cincinnati and the Steelers. No, no, no. You're going to have um, Kansas City versus the Steelers and then yeah. Cincinnati versus the Jets. So I think it will go... Cincinnati will beat the Jets and Kansas City will beat the Steelers and we'll have a rematch of the AFC Championship game. And um, my pick for the AFC is, is is Cincinnati. I think it's going to be the Cincinnati versus Dallas Cowboys uh, Super Bowl. Ah, who is that one? Who is that? Probably yes. Cincinnati because they have the better quarterback here, and so yeah, I think it'll be a massive achievement for Dallas to get back to the NFC Championship game. But it, you know, that's not better than Joe Burrow, so I'll go with Cincinnati.
0: All right, all right, all right. Now, obviously, uh, yeah. Now we can go. Oh, excuse me. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. We missed that one more award. Deep of uh, the two defense awards. So obviously, the rookie one I got with Anderson, and my and the, uh, the defensive player of the year. I'm gonna go with. I'm not going with Nick Bosa. I'm gonna go with your boy. TJ Watt.
1: Go ahead. Oh wow. <clears throat> defensive play of the year. I'm probably gonna go with. Mmm. Wow. I haven't thought about this one. Quinn Williams for the Jets. Ooh. I think I think he's gonna have to have a massive year. And with 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 the Jets being on prime time, there's gonna be a lot more games spotlighted. So I think Quinn Williams probably wins defensive play of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. Wow. Jalen Carter. You know, I think Jalen Carter wins it because playing with Philly, big spotlight, he's going to be a day one starter. And so I'll give that one to Jalen Carter and I'll give DPOY to
0: Quinn Williams. Okay. All right. So with that being said, let's go with the week one picks, which tomorrow's game is tomorrow. So, with yeah. so many. so Travis helps us out playing, yeah. um, obviously. Uh, obviously Chris Jones is not playing. Um, it would have surprised me if it went either way but it's looking like the line is favoring the line, which, by the way, ladies gentlemen, I mean, if you play fantasy football, make sure you start uh, Gibbs and St. Brown and, and jerk off because I think I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, like I said, it would surprise me with either way. I'm going to go with the Lions as right? for now because I, at first I had uh, the Chiefs on the 65-minute football show winning the week one, but I'm not really confident at this point. It could go either way, man. It really can I mean, the Lions have a favor in this one right now because of the Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. So, but either way, pay attention to Twitter because Lion fans and Chiefs fans are going to go crazy on spaces either way. So I got Lions over Chiefs, 37-24 Lions win. Go ahead, Maddie. What do you got and why?
1: Well, I got Kansas City winning this game. Um I think the Lions will cover the spread. I remember telling you guys that the line was four and a half here in South Africa, and then it was still at six yesterday. You, you will not even find a line that's at five right now in yeah. Vegas. So I think Lions will cover the spread, but I think Kansas City wins this one. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be difficult for Jared Goff because without Chris Jones on the Kansas City defensive line, I think Steve Spagnuolo is going to have the license to blitz a lot more, and that was always Jared Goff's problem is – Can he handle pressure and the blitz? I don't think he will. And I think Mahomes is just going to engineer a way to win and it will probably be 27-24. I don't think it's going to be an exciting, high-powered offensive game. I think Kansas City is going to run the football a lot more and try to bleed the clock because they know they don't have the weapons on both defense and offense with Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey potentially missing the game.
0: I'll say this right now: If Steve Magdelo somehow schemes up and win his game, then shout out to that man! Because I don't know how you can win without Chris Jones. But we will see what happens. Bengals, Browns, and Cleveland. I got Bengals over Browns. What about you?
1: Um, in Cleveland,
0: yeah,
1: I'll probably go with Cincinnati in that game. Yeah, um, don't have the spread in front of me. Won't be able to t- to guess the score line, but. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with the Brown, No, I'll go with the Bengals in this game.
0: Okay, Texas Ravens. Well, we don't have, Well, I got Ravens. I'm sure you got yeah, Ravens yeah. too. The
1: Ravens are going to blow them out, like 41-17. Okay, we don't have to talk to
0: about bad. the Bucks game or the Viking game because we got Vikings too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Mm, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I got oh, the Vikings. I
0: Maddie's mean, so, uh, got the, the, the Bucks. No, I'm kidding. Panthers, Falcons. I got the Falcons. What about you? Where's that game being played? In, in Atlanta. Yeah, Falcons. Okay. Well, Cardinals, Commanders, Commanders. That's easy. Commanders. Okay, Jaguars Colts. I got the oh, Jaguars? In Colts at the Colts? Mm, at
1: Colts. I think this is upset and I'll go with the Colts.
0: Oh, okay, man. Okay, okay. Now our game, listen, I got the you know what's crazy. I have the game on Fox. This is the game of the week, but Bosa's not playing. I mean we'll we will see if it gets signed before. Because I heard because I heard some Steeler you know, you know, the a Steeler player got signed before Forty-eight hours of game one, so we will see. I, I doubt it at this point. Bosa gets signed, but we shall see. If if I'll say this, if Bosa plays, I got Niners. If he doesn't, I have Steelers. I'm just keeping it real as a Niners fan. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real, Manny. And you know this. Yeah. Not even Niners fans know this. Every Shanahan's team always starts up slow every year. I don't know why it happened, but it does. So, anyways, I got Steelers, and I'm very confident right now. I, I really am. It's I'm surprised the Steelers are the underdogs. It's the same, but it is what it is. So you got Steelers, Manny?
1: Yeah, I got the Steelers winning this game, with or without Bosa. I just think it's uncomfortable for the Niners to start these games on this side of the schedule. And so Brock Purdy is going to struggle with that defensive line of the Steelers. Highsmith, Cam Haywood, Larry melvin Joby, TJ Watt. So I think that's going to be the biggest problem. The Steelers team is going to stop the run abruptly, and they're going to force Brock Purdy to throw the football. And obviously with your kicking situation – Kyle's going to have to be a lot more
0: aggressive for throwing the football, so I thought the Steelers winning this one. Biggest test for Brock Purdy. If he can win this game, then he's he's legit. (laughs) Yeah, he's legit. Titans, Saints. I got Titans for this one. Where are they playing? New Orleans. Saints. Okay, Raiders, Broncos. I got Broncos. Oh, I'm sorry, Raiders. Yeah.
1: Mm, Is it at Broncos?
0: It's in Denver. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna go with Denver.
0: Okay, Eagles, Patriots. I got Eagles, but it, this can go either way. It really can.
1: I'm gonna actually go with the Patriots because I think if you look at Bill Belichick's record against coaches who don't have that much experience, that's gonna be a factor here. I don't, I don't trust the Eagles offense. I need to see it with this new coach, uh, Brian Johnson, and right. then maybe I'll change my mind. But it's the it's the Tom Brady ceremony, so I I think the Patriots win this one.
0: It's because I mentioned Matt Partition yesterday. Is that why? No, I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> it might, it might, it might, it might, it might be, be... Shit, man. I might be right about that one. Who knows? But anyways, Rams-Seattle. Rams are without Cooper Cup this week. And it would have surprised me if he doesn't play week 2 either. Hamstrings are serious. So I got Seattle winning against the Rams. What about you? Seattle. Okay. Dolphins-Chargers. Good game, by the way. Got Chargers. In LA.
1: Hmm... I think I'll go Dolphins.
0: Interesting. Packers, Bears. I got Bears in Chicago. Bears. Cowboys, Giants. I got Cowboys.
1: I New got York. Giants. <laughs>
0: Interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Bills at the Jets. I got Bills, but I'm rooting for the Jets. Let's go, Andrew Jones.
1: Yeah, the Jets are going to win this. You know, Josh Allen, his record against Robert Salah is terrible. I think it's like eight touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah. He's not good against Robert Salah. So, if this game is close in the fourth quarter... I think Aaron Rodgers will win it.
0: Uh behind uh, Now before we end, man, I got I got I got something to say to you, my man. Yeah. So we we spoke on Twitter and mm-hmm. course, I gotta mention it because because it is a football show. So so now you really think there's a chance that USC might lose to Colorado? Uh I, I, I don't
1: because I, I think that it's more so about when you look at the quarterbacks, what we're gonna what we're gonna walk away from that game, and remember, it's still early. I think it's gonna be September thirtieth, so yes, maybe, yes sir. Yep, yep. So maybe if the game was in November, I would say it's gonna be a blowout. But Colorado's offense is legit. They had what four guys for over hundred yards, so uh-huh. it, it's not as if this is some bad, you know, offense. No, no. no, like like TCU will see if that defense is legit. But when you look at Colorado, like they weren't able to run the football with Edwards. I think they'll have a lot more success against USC. And we didn't even get to see Shador Sanders' play action game, the RPOs, because very early TCU stopped the run and Shador had to go shotgun and pretty much throw from the pocket. And when right. you see how quick Colorado scores touchdowns, and you look at Oklahoma with with, yeah. with Lincoln Riley, they always were in these 35-30 games. And so I think I think Colorado's gonna be like USC was last season, where USC was just just had to put up a bunch of points in order to be right competitive so I think both teams might put up 30 in this type of game and if look if it comes down to who has the ball last that it could be that kind of game I don't think USC is going to lose it but I think Colorado whatever the spread is they're going to cover and it's going to be a competitive game because what we know about Deion Sanders is he loves the attention and if this can turn out to be a Shador Sanders versus Caleb Williams type of situation we're probably going to get one of those matchups like we saw with Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes on Monday night the other the other year, where they both had record numbers, so I think this is more about the quarterback, duel. Right. But what we saw again, what we saw against TCU from Colorado was this is a high powered offense to have four yeah. guys for over 100 yards. I think is a big, big, big advantage, and the fact that the game is in the month of September, that gives me hope to say, okay, maybe Colorado can still keep everybody healthy because the problem with Colorado is the depth in terms of what happens when guys get hurt. But I think by yeah. the time we get to September 30, if guys will still be healthy, this offense will still be clicking and they'll probably put up, They can put up 40 on USC because I'm disappointed in USC's defense. I thought it would be a lot better this year, but it's still the same and it still looks like Candle Williams is going to have to win the game. I think USC wins that game but I think the spread is going to be a lot close in terms of the the point differential. Now, Matt, I
0: get what you're saying, and you have a great point because that's what yep. I told my dad. Right, we were both USC fans. Lincoln Riley, okay. he's listen. I give Lincoln Rally this, right? He hired Cliff Kingsbury, which kind of it's kind of funny because he was this man. Cliff should have been the USC coach three years ago, and yeah. he chose the Cardinals, which I'm happy <laughs> that Lincoln Riley's the coach for USC. By the way, now listen. We know Riley's all about offense. No shit, right? And I'm, and I'm okay with that. Now, yeah. now, you're two. I mean, you're one. They were bad on defense. I mean, I'm going to give Lincoln Riley a break. Now, you're two. You better be good on defense because what scares me, what scares me, Manny, we're going to the Big 12. Uh, I know I'm, not big, I'm sorry, not Big 12, Big 10 next year. And, yeah. you know, Big 10, they play defense that, in that conference. They do. So you know, listen. I want to go to a game, but I'm see. But my thing is, I'm too scared because if we play a team that plays defense, we're fucked. But any, but anyways, anyways, anyways. Shout out to Travis Hunter. That that, that guy's a man. And me and Manny will talk about the Colorado USC game that week. And probably it would have surprised me to do an NBA prediction that week. By the way, <laughs> looking forward looking forward to that show. But yeah. no, but seriously, Manny, you're not. I I think you're right. Um, and that that's gonna be a great game, and we shall see. But I'll say this about. Colorado real quick. Shout out to Deion Sanders. Great win because because no one thought Colorado would be TCU. But here's my thing with TCU. Let's keep it a bead with T, with TCU's conference. The, the, TCU's conference and you saw it from last year's championship. TCU's conference don't play defense, Manny. They don't. They don't. Yeah. You saw that from the Georgia game and you saw that. And it's, and it's, that's no disrespect to Colorado. Neither yeah. of the Pac-12 can play defense. That's why people make fun of the Pac-12, which is why the SEC wins every year. Because why? The SEC plays defense. But there you go, Manny. But anyways, with that being said, Manny, I'm looking forward to talking about that game. That's going to be a great show. We'll talk about the a lot of USC. And obviously, we'll talk about that in overall. But, man, you can plug in your social media. Everybody can follow you. And go ahead.
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at LinksGP. Once I get my account back, because I did get kicked out of my account, I was I was you know changing my profile and bio too much. Name and everything, so that got me in trouble working on getting that back. But as soon as everything is up and running with, with the links GP, that's Ally NKZ GP Lynx with the Z, we're going to be back. We're going to be a lot more active. Watch out for me dropping a lot more videos, and so people can get the facial recognition game and get to understand that we, we, we're really about this. Yeah, we may not be in the same time zone, but we got the same game, man. We, we know what time it is. Thanks for having me, Vince.
0: Facts, um, facts, facts, facts. Thanks for having me. me. Yeah, yes. first of
1: many. First of many, man. Look forward yes, to
0: yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. You guys can follow me at RespectableVink and my other account is VinceSize824. Me and Manny will be back next week on either Tuesday or Wednesday. Manny will let me know when, he, when he's ready. But I'm looking forward to this journey with you, Manny, because, listen, we might have some crazy takes, but we, but we always keep it real. That's, what, that's what, I love, what I love about you, man. But but anyways, enjoy your day. Guys, don't forget about the Tuesday, September, Media football show. It's going to be me and Samari today talking about who should start this week for week one for fantasy and obviously for uh, um, the sleeper as well. And don't don't forget to listen to the overall sports show, the best show in America, number one sports show in America, the overall sports show. Manny, see you, see you on overall, and I can't wait for that show. Peace out, man. Enjoy your Thanks day. for having me. Of course. Peace.